The Productive Woman, Episode 445. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, thank you for joining me and welcome. In this episode, we're going to continue our sort of mini-series about the GTD method and talk about two more elements of managing our tasks and commitments. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 445. So a few weeks ago in episode 440, I started a short series on David Allen's Getting Things Done productivity system with just a brief overview of the system. Then uh, I got some feedback from listeners asking for a little more information, a little more in-depth discussion of some of the steps in the system. So in episode 441, I did a slightly more detailed review of the first step in the GTD system, which is capture. Then in episode 443, I looked more closely at the next two steps, which are clarify and organize. And this week, I'll be reviewing the next step in the GTD system, which is reflect and review. And before we get into that, I do want to remind you of an upcoming episode that I've talked about in the past couple of episodes about tools that we use for capture and for the other GTD steps. So whether or not you purposely follow Alan's GTD system very meticulously, most of these steps actually show up in any productivity system, whether it's a formal, official kind of one or not. We all have to capture information, then we need to clarify and organize it so that it's usable. And as I've mentioned before, I would really love to include your input on this upcoming episode. So if you would share whatever tools or approach you use to manage your tasks, your commitments, and the information that comes into your life, maybe including why you've chosen it, what you like about it, and so on, I would love that. I'd love to be able to include that in this upcoming episode. You can share your thoughts on this by email, uh, either type up an email and send it to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can record a voice memo on your phone and email that file to me at that same address. That's feedback at theproductivewoman.com. If you'd like to, you can also go to the website, which is theproductivewoman.com. And on the right-hand margin of the webpage, you'll see a a little button that says, send me a voice message. You can click on that and just record your message right there. If you do send a voice message, either by emailing something you record on your phone or using that button on the website, I will be able to actually include that recording in the episode itself. So be sure to let me know who you are. Just your first name is fine. Something like, hi, this is Bonnie from Boston or hello, I'm Suzanne from Sydney. And just keep your message to a minute or so, so I can include as many as possible. I look forward to hearing from you and to sharing this information about tools for productivity in this upcoming episode. 
All right. So getting into this week's episode, we're talking about the next step in the GTD method that David Allen has developed and publicized and is the subject of his book, Getting Things Done. Uh, the next step is what he calls reflect or, you know, reflect and review. And this tool, this aspect of the method involves regularly examining your task lists, your project lists, your calendar, and so on to ensure that you're on track with accomplishing your goals, uh, updating your priorities, and, and maintaining focus on what matters most to you. And it really is an essential step for keeping whatever productivity system you're using relevant and effective for you. On the official GTD website, they call this step the one where you make optimal use of your system. And when I'm talking about a system, uh, again, I'm not necessarily referring to some formal method that you follow, but whatever tools and system and approach you're using to get the stuff done that's important to you, your calendar, your task list, uh, all those sorts of things, and reviewing it regularly and reflecting on the progress you've made is really key to making, as the GTD website puts it, optimal use of that system to actually accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. Another writer says that the weekly review is about getting clear, getting current, and getting creative. And so getting clear is about reflecting on the past week and clearing up all the loose ends. Getting current means deciding what needs to be done during the current or coming week. And getting creative is about planning for the future and coming up with, as this writer put it, new ideas to improve your life and work. And I like this sort of summary of what reflect and review is all about. Review of your calendar, your task lists, your project lists, if you keep them, all those sorts of things that we've talked about in the previous episodes in this little series. It is so important. It helps you to identify any changes in priorities. It helps you to discover maybe tasks that you've overlooked and it helps ensure that your system remains current and accurate. As we've talked about before, if your system is not accurate, the tools you're using, your task manager, your calendar, those sorts of things, if it's not accurate, you won't trust it. And so you will carry the cognitive load of trying to remember things because you don't trust that it's in the system in a way that you're going to be able to use it. And that's why review is so important. By reflecting on your tasks and progress, in addition to just looking at them, but actually reflecting on them, thinking about them, you can make informed decisions about what to work on next, and it'll help you maintain a clear sense of direction. One of the things that the GTD website says is you can only feel good about what you're not doing when you know what you're not doing. So reviewing your tasks, your calendar, all of these things, reviewing your system isn't about doing everything on the list, but making decisions, thoughtful decisions, intentional decisions about what you are and are not going to do right now, today, tomorrow, and so on. And you can make decisions to defer things, as we've talked about in the past, but those things that you're not doing 
you can feel okay about it when you've made a considered decision not to do them. But if you don't know what's <laughs> what's not being done, you're not going to relax. Your brain is going to be working overtime trying to remember that and feeling that kind of vague anxiety about what's not getting done. Regular review allows you to have a good sense of what's in your system, what's on your list, what's in your calendar, so that you can make those informed choices about what to do day to day. And it allows you to be spontaneous to sort of flex and modify the plan as you go, depending on uh, events that occur and, and requests and demands that come up because you know what's in there and you've looked at it, you've thought about it, and you can focus your attention and your time on what matters in the moment. And doing this review and the reflection helps give you perspective. In the midst of day-to-day life, we can lose that. We can get caught up in reacting to what life throws at us. We all do that. But taking the time to step back and look at the big picture, even if it's only for a few minutes, can help restore our perspective and focus our attention on what matters most to us so we can be more proactive and less reactive. So as we're talking about this, and we'll get into some ideas about how to do this review step, review and reflect. I want to, I guess, just make sure we're all on the same page in terms of the terminology. When I think of review, I think of just looking at it, okay? Just looking, what's on my calendar for tomorrow or for next week? What's on my task list? What is on the project list that I've created, that list of projects that I want to achieve either professionally or personally in my home, in my you know, hobbies, whatever it might be, looking at those projects and and just looking at it, looking at all that stuff. That's review. Reflection is a little bit more than that. It's thinking about what I see there, comparing it to what my priorities are and evaluating whether I'm on the right track. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. And I think what uh, the, you know, the writers who talk about the GTD method are thinking of when they talk about review and reflect. Both actions are done as part of this same reflect and review step, but they serve a little different purpose. So first of all, when should we review? We've talked in the past about the tools that we can establish to capture our commitments, our tasks, the things that we need and want to do, the information that comes into our life. We've talked about how we can clarify, all right, what am I going to do about this thing that I captured and organizing it into a way that makes sense so that we can keep track of what's being done when. Uh, When are we going to review? When are we going to look at that? And kind of the core component of the GTD system is a weekly review. This is a time when you can restore order and balance. You can make sure that you have the perspective you need to feel confident that at any given time you are doing what you should be doing. So for the weekly review, we'll talk about what that entails here in a minute, but lots of the resources that I looked at, including David Allen's own materials, recommend doing the weekly review either Friday afternoon or Sunday evening, because those are generally pretty quiet times, at least for people who work Monday through Friday. 
and gives you kind of a head start on the coming week if you do it at, you know, Friday afternoon for your work week or, or Sunday evening for the coming week. But you can do your weekly review whenever it makes sense for your weekly schedule. Maybe you don't work Monday through Friday, eight to five. Maybe your work schedule is a little different. So the idea of the weekly review is kind of either at the end of one week to review and prepare for the next week or, you know, Sunday evening to prepare for the coming week. Either way, look at what makes sense for your schedule. I do recommend that you pick a day and time that makes sense for your weekly schedule, whether it's work or family or whatever else, and trying to be consistent about doing it on that same day, generally the same time, uh, most of the time. So that's the weekly review, which again is a really key component of the GTD system. And I think applicable no matter what system you're trying to incorporate into your life. But the other thing, in addition to a weekly review, I think it's beneficial to conduct a brief daily review, specifically just of your current active tasks and commitments. And we'll talk in a minute about specifically what you'd look at there. But a very short, I'm I'm talking a couple of minutes, uh, daily review, either in the morning of the day of or in the afternoon or evening of the day before. I tend to do both. At the end of my day, I kind of take a quick look at tomorrow's schedule and what's on my, and, and give some thought to what what tasks I'm going to try to do. And then again in the morning, I'll take another quick look as part of my morning routine to get ready. But it's only literally two minutes maybe each time. So it's not something I spend a lot of time on. It's just to sort of orient myself to what I, I need to expect for the coming day. While weekly and daily reviews are the most common in the system, you can adjust the frequency of your reviews to suit your needs. It depends on how full your schedule is, how many commitments you have. That can kind of determine how often you need to review. Some people might want to review more frequently than weekly, while other people might find a monthly or quarterly review to be more appropriate. Just find a review frequency that works best for you and for your workload professionally, personally, and, and, you know, family things and all that sort of thing. The idea is to establish a frequency and a routine for review and reflection that helps you stay on top of, of what's going on in your life. So the next question then is how to review or, or what to do when you review. There are lots of suggestions on how to do this. Here's kind of what I would say that for the daily review, this basically involves checking your calendar for the day's appointments, scanning your next actions list, your current next, uh, tasks for the various projects that you're working on and updating your priorities as needed. A daily review helps us stay focused and ensures that you're working on the most important tasks each day. And so maybe in the morning, as we were talking just a minute ago, take a very quick look at the day's calendar and ask, you know, what what am I doing today? Do I have any meetings or appointments I need to prepare for? And then look at your current day's task list and think, is this realistic in light of what's on my calendar? Can I do all these things if I've got, you know, six errands to run and a dentist appointment? Maybe not. Maybe I need to pare back that to-do list. 
but look at it. Is it realistic? And does it reflect what's most important for you today? And if not, make adjustments. So if that's when you're going to do your review, those are the kinds of things you do. If you're going to do your daily review in the afternoon or evening, you'd be doing that for the next days. And I really think it's important for most of us to do at least a quick review in the late afternoon or evening, whatever time works for you, for the coming day. Look ahead to what's on tomorrow's schedule. Do I need to, you know... Sign some notes and put some things in my kid's backpack for what they've got going on tomorrow. Do I need to make sure I've got the right clothes for an important interview tomorrow or an appointment? Spending a few minutes in the afternoon or evening for the next day, reviewing for the next day, can be really important to make sure we're ready for what the day brings. So that's the daily review. And again, it doesn't need to take more than a couple of minutes at most. And then there's the weekly review, which again is the the kind of key component to the GTD system, really to any system, to making sure that uh, your system is working for you and you get the right things done. And so during the weekly review, uh, you're going to process and clarify any outstanding items that are in your email inbox, your paper inbox, the notes you've taken, and all of that sort of thing. Get those processed, clarified, and stuck into the, the part of your system that works. Looking back at that episode, I think it was 443, where we talked about the clarify step of this system. Uh, During the weekly review, you're going to review your next actions list. That's your current to-do list, the things you want to get done regarding all your various projects and commitments. And you're going to take time during the weekly review to look at that quickly, make sure that each task on it is still relevant. It's still something you can do something about. It's actionable. You're going to check your calendar for upcoming events, appointments, or deadlines for the coming week or so. You're going to review your projects list if you're maintaining one, as Alan recommends, you know, a list of the projects that you're working on personally and professionally. Make sure it's uh, current and you're going to assess the progress you've made on each of those projects and identify any new tasks that need to be added. You're going to examine your waiting list if you maintain one of those. Remember, we talked in the clarify step and in the organizing step about uh, some people maintain a waiting for list of things you're waiting for other people to respond on, things you can't do because you've delegated a task to someone else and you're waiting for them to get it done and let you know they've got it done. Or maybe you've, um, you're waiting for information from somebody else. So at, during the weekly review, you'll examine that list to follow up on any outstanding delegated tasks or any items that require somebody else, your spouse, your boss, your direct reports, your secretary, whoever it might be, to get something done. And then if you maintain a someday maybe list, which we talked about before as that list of things I might want to do someday... I think that's a great thing uh, list to maintain in your notebook or your task management, your project management system, things that you're not going to do something about right now, but you might want to do later. And if you maintain that list during your weekly review, you'll, you know, skim through that, 
look if there's anything on there that should be moved to a more active list or removed entirely because you've decided, nah, I don't want to do that or that's no longer relevant to my life. Those are the things you're looking at during the weekly review process. But during the weekly review, you're going to go even deeper than just looking at what's there and maybe moving things around a little bit. You want to spend time during this review to reflect on your progress. It's not just about looking at the lists and crossing things off or adding things or moving things, but reflecting on what you see, perhaps in light of your goals and priorities, and evaluating whether you like what you see. So during your review sessions, you're going to take a moment to reflect on your progress and your achievements, uh, because recognizing those accomplishments can be motivating and provide that sense of satisfaction. And you're also going to maybe adjust your priorities based on changes in your goals, your circumstances, or new information that you got. Regularly updating your priorities in terms of what's on those lists and what's on your calendar, that ensures that your efforts to accomplish things remain aligned with your objectives. So the things that you're doing are in alignment with the things you care about, the things that are important to you. And These are both things that you can do during that weekly review, or especially if you do a more in-depth monthly or quarterly review of your system and your life. Um, These are really things you want to do during that time, and you'll maybe spend a little more time on it. The general idea is that you want to use your review sessions, especially your weekly or monthly or quarterly review sessions, as an opportunity to assess how effective your system is and make any necessary adjustments. So it's about improving and iterating on what you're doing to make it work better for you so that you feel like you've got a handle on what's going on in your life and that you're making progress toward the goals that matter to you. So this assessment of the effectiveness, the adjustments that you're doing, this can involve refining your organizational methods, maybe experimenting with new tools, or adjusting your capture and clarification processes. If you're finding when you review a lot of things that didn't get into the system as you were going along, remember capture should happen as things come to you, you capture them into the system so that you know it's complete, it's got everything in there. Maybe you need to adjust that a little bit or work on developing a better habit there. That's the value of the review, the reflect step of this system to keep it working for you. Now, it doesn't have to take hours. I remember back when I first read Getting Things Done, thinking about how Uh, I think he talked about, you know, spending two or three hours on a Friday afternoon uh, to do the review process. And that just was never going to be workable for me. At the time I first read about this, I was a new lawyer with an extremely big load of work, and I couldn't set aside two or three hours of a Friday afternoon to review all my stuff So I had to come up with an alternative way of dealing with it that made more sense. 
I do like the idea of setting aside a half day or even longer occasionally for something like a personal retreat to really reevaluate your goals, your priorities, your schedule, make sure everything is coherent and making sense for what matters to you. One of my favorite things that I've done in the, the past couple of years was a planning retreat that I hosted here at my home in North Texas with just a few members of the Productive Woman community. This was a few women who came came here to Texas to spend kind of a long weekend here at my home. And we all spent the time, you know, it was a time to get away from the day-to-day routine and really focus on personal goals and priorities and make a plan or get the start of a plan for the coming months. I, I, I found it so rewarding and so helpful. And I think the other women who participated felt the same. And I'd love to do that again. But this isn't something we can do every week or even every month, most of us, to you know go off somewhere alone, especially if we've got other people in our home that we're responsible for caring for. We can't necessarily just take a whole long weekend and, and go away somewhere to do this. It's something we can do periodically. But reviewing and reflecting on our productivity system is not something that can be deferred to an annual event or, or even less often than that. We need to be consistently doing this to, to make the system work for us. And our weekly review doesn't have to take long once we have established the habit. I love the tips offered in one post that I found called How to Conduct a GTD Weekly Review in Under 25 Minutes. And I'll share the link to that in the show notes, but I wanted to share briefly what they talk about in this article. I do recommend that you check out that link and read the article itself. So in their kind of approach to getting this done in under 25 minutes, they identify what they call four quadrants. I think of them as steps of doing a weekly review. And the first one is a time and task audit. That's what they call it. And in describing this time and task audit, uh, it's something that's not going to take very long, uh, but they refer to two steps there. First of all, they say, scan your calendar from the previous week and ask yourself, am I happy with how I spent my time? Were there any unanticipated time sinkholes? So places where you lost a bunch of time. And they say, ask yourself, how could I avoid them going forward? So first you look at your calendar and think about, all right, what did I do with my time this week? And am I happy about that? And then step two, they say, open your task manager and sort tasks by oldest first you'll see tasks from many months ago, which unbeknownst to you act as a mental tax. And they encourage us, they say, be honest with yourself and delete the ones you have no intention of doing. And this writer says that their rule of thumb is if it's been on the list for more than a quarter, so for more than three months, they delete it. Not a bad idea. So that's the first step in this uh, their weekly review approach in getting it done under 25 minutes is this time and task audit. Just spend a few minutes looking at what you did with your time last week and making sure, you know, what you think about that. And then looking at your task manager, looking for old things that you haven't done yet. The second step in their approach then is 
they call journaling, and they recommend using a rotating list of big picture questions. And that is, you don't do all these questions every week. You rotate through them from one week to the next. And they suggest setting a timer for five minutes just to answer one or two of these questions. And so some of the questions they recommend journaling about during this weekly process is, am I living the life I choose for myself? Does how I spend my time align with what I value? Why am I actually doing this work? I love this one. Did I love well? Am I utilizing my strengths? Where is there unnecessary struggle? What am I avoiding? What makes me proud? What does success mean to me? If I had one year to live, what, if anything, would I change? What is happiness, and am I happy? When will I know that I have enough? How would life be different if there weren't criticism in the world? And there are others, but so the the point is they suggest taking a little bit of time during your weekly review to just spend five minutes answering one, maybe two of these questions and rotating through them from one week to the next. And I really like this because this is about, you know, getting that perspective that we need that helps us to evaluate what we're doing, what we're planning to do, and make sure that it's consistent with what's important to us. So then the third step in their approach to the GTD weekly review is what I would call vision casting. They note that David Allen's GTD weekly review checklist, which they share in the post. So if you go to this post, you can pull this down and look at it yourself. Uh, But Dave Allen's checklist includes a question for us to spend some time on, but they suggest doing this particular one quarterly rather than weekly and spending more time on it. And that question or that prompt, I guess, is more than, than a question, is to be creative and courageous. Add anything new, wonderful, harebrained, creative, thought-provoking, or risk-taking ideas into your system. So maybe spending some time on casting a vision. What am I not doing that if I was crazy and willing to take a risk that I might do? And and add this into your system. Add it to a, as a project, add it as a task, whatever it might be. And I like that idea, being a little more creative. Again, this is getting us that perspective and being proactive about our tasks and our commitments and that sort of thing. But as I said, Alan suggests this every week and spending more time on it. But if you want to stay within the 25 minutes of getting your weekly review done, this writer suggests saving this for maybe a monthly or quarterly review and spending maybe an hour thinking about what would I do if I wasn't afraid? What would be a crazy idea that might be worth pursuing kind of thing? And then finally, The step they talk about is planning and prioritization. This, they say, is where we should spend most of our weekly review time, reviewing our project lists, scheduling time during the coming week to actually do the important tasks that will move our projects forward, and identifying those next actions, the very next step you need to take, uh, adding those to our daily to-do lists. And so, as I said, I've included in the show notes a link to this article, Uh, So you can look 
if you're interested in kind of incorporating these ideas into your weekly review. I've also linked to a couple of other articles that offer step-by-step tips for completing a weekly review in half an hour or less. So we don't have to spend hours of our week reviewing and reflecting and planning and all that sort of thing, but we can stay on top of the system and make sure we're moving forward in the ways that we want to just by spending a little bit of time every week and even less time, just a tiny bit of time each day, reviewing our system, making sure we're staying on track. The reflect and review aspect of GTD is really crucial for maintaining an up-to-date and effective productivity system. And as I said, even if you're not trying to uh, follow Alan's system meticulously, this is still an important step no matter what approach you're taking to productivity. By regularly reviewing your task list, your priorities, your commitments, and so on, you can ensure that you're staying focused on your goals, you're making consistent progress, and you're continuously improving your approach to making a life that matters as you define it. The final step in the GTD process is called engage, and that's about actually doing the stuff that we've put into our system, the actual getting things done. And in coming episodes, we're going to be talking about ways to do that. Among other things, as I've mentioned before, this week I'll be finalizing an upcoming episode about the tools we can use to accomplish all these steps and how to use them effectively. And there's still time to give me your input on what tools you use for capturing, for clarifying, for organizing, and for reflecting and reviewing the tasks and the information and the commitments that you manage. If you want to be part of that, uh, that episode, in the just in the next couple of days after this episode is published in early May of 2023, please share your favorite tools for capturing tasks, commitments, and important information and for getting those things done. You can email me either that type message or a voice recording from your phone at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or as I said, you can click on that leave a voice message for me Uh, There's that button on the right-hand margin of the Productive Woman website at theproductivewoman.com. And remember, if you send a voice message, either via email or using that website button, please let us know at least your first name and your city, state, or country so we know who we're listening to. So those are my thoughts on uh, reflecting and reviewing and keeping track of what's uh, important and, and staying on track to get things done. I'd love to know what you think. Do you have a regular routine for reviewing your task management and calendar system to make sure you're staying on track to get the things done that are important to you? I'd love to know how that's working for you. You can share your ideas, your questions, your thoughts about this topic in the comment section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 445, or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, you can uh, continue that conversation there. I'd love to engage with you there to talk about it. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I'm the only one who reads those emails, and I do read them. 
and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I, I do sincerely hope that you found something in it that's helpful or encouraging for you. I look forward to hearing from you and to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. Mm-hmm.